This is ESPN Radio. And welcome, welcome, welcome to a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman together. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series so X and Channel 80 and ESPN. You phone number is always there for you to hang out with us at 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Before we get to the Buffalo Bills being really, really mad, what's Pat Costello, our producer, what's the poll looking like to name the new dog in the Fitzsimmons household? Because that is completely taking over the show. People waiting on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at Ian Fitz ESPN. They've also had a couple people called in at 888-729-3776. The choices are that Ian's wife, Kitty, rescued this dog from a ravine, saved this dog, Found out, took it to the vets, only 10 days of age, and it's taken over the household and it's taken over the country. So the leaders in the clubhouse are Gunny, <laughs> Abby, and Ducky, all character names from the show NCIS. That's been on 20 years now, hasn't it, NCIS? Roughly. I've, I haven't watched it really since, since Gibbs left and stayed in Alaska. Uh, but okay. Before that, it, it, was, I mean, it was an awesome show. You and yes. I have been addicted to it for years. No doubt. Uh, we got Alan Yates in trouble with rule number nine. Uh, so that's yeah, a no, whole other topic thing. for another show yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, it, it almost became a Google situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now rule number nine is the people who may not know rule number nine, Alan Yates. Always carried a knife, man. That's it. Yeah, there that's you go. Close and ready. <laughs> you just never know when something is going to jump off and you got to be ready. We're not advocating that, but still. Here's the backstory. I'm sorry, now I'm going down that old. <laughs> yes, you are. Here, <laughs> rabbit hole, <laughs> us, us but rabbit anyway, hole. I know, I know, I know, man. Is it Friday or is it a Wednesday? Anywho, <laughs> so yesterday my wife takes the, our two dogs and they go over to White Rock Lake, which is right near where I live in Dallas, Texas. And they go like four or five times a week. And so she leaves and it's normally a good hour and 20 minutes. It's the second day of school. So my 15-year-old and my 17-year-old, Freshman and senior in high school now, finally going to the same school. Thank uh-huh. goodness. Don't have to carpool anymore. But anywho, right. they're up getting breakfast and whatnot. And who comes speeding into the driveway but my wife, like 30 minutes after she left. And I see Buck, another rescue, who we found under a bridge six years ago. Again, first week of school. Right. Rowan wow. going to a new school. Marin going to a new school. It is eerily similar. Right. She comes back in, bucks in the driver's seat. You know, Nola's going nuts. And there's this little black mass on my wife's shoulder. Gets out of the car, and I'd kind of say under my breath, I think your mom found a puppy. Uh huh. Now it's chaos in the house. Complete now it's pandemonium. pandemonium, right? Why, puppy? Cat turns a corner, and she's got tears just streaming down her face. Right. Somebody abandoned this little baby, that son of a wife. <laughs> oh, boy. Now I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Tears are flowing. Girls are now invested. I'm like, are we sure this isn't a skunk? I mean, or a guinea pig? <laughs> I mean, the thing fits in the palm of your hand. Are we sure this is actually right. the right species? Right. I mean, <laughs> so then I got to go to PetSmart, right? And not open yet to get, you know, puppy formula. I go to our vet. They give me like this. I, don't, I mean, I'm making like a soupy looking thing uh-huh. until I can go get formula. Mm-hmm. Finally go to the vet. Now I'm already six hundo in. Dog doesn't even have a name. Oh, and I didn't tell you this part. Okay. It's so young that you have to give it assistance to help go to the bathroom. They oh, don't know. Man. They can't go on their own yet. Okay. I'm out on that. 
That's that's my wife and girls. That's right. it. I'm I'm not assisting in ones and twos, right? Not happening. Not, not anymore. Now that might be your <laughs> whole job now. But here's the other part. Yeah, now thanks, Pat. Well, man, I may be on that duty, right? Especially the the, the Dukes <laughs> because of what you did. So why, I why are you blaming Co- Pat for? Because I sent you and Costello. I didn't know Yates was on this morning. I'd have tagged him too. Yes. Just pictures to show you how tiny this little pup is. Uh huh. <laughs> Costello puts them on national television. Mm-hmm. My brother, before going into coaches' meetings, screenshots for you on ESPN Radio. It's my wife with Nola looking over her right shoulder, feeding the, the pup, which has not been named yet, out of a bottle. Right. And the look on my wife's face is, uh-huh. you're not going anywhere, little one. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So that goes to you guys. Costello sends it to TV. My brother screenshots a damn thing, sends it to the entire family thread. There's zero chance my bride is seeing this picture. Uh-huh. I'm okay with Costello at first doing this to me, right? Because she's not going to watch. She's been up at 1.30 and 4.30 for right. meetings with an infant. Now, now because it went to the thread, I'm going to be the one yes, getting you are. my butt kicked. I might be the next stray for somebody to find. <laughs> Under a log because in the ravine. Because of Costello sending, putting that on TV, my brother screenshotting it. Now me, I'm like Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer, dead. <laughs> Fitzsimmons, dead. I'm going to be on the street soon. <laughs> so, Pat, what's the latest update in terms of the poll for what the dog is going to be named according to ESPN Radio? As he's told, oh, uh, for drum roll. I like it. It's Gunny. Come on with Gunny. It is Ducky by a hair. Ooh, what? But it wow. has gone back and forth about it, 10 times. Yeah. Ducky currently leading 38.9%. Yeah. Gunny, 384 Abby, a distant third, 22.7%. At one point, Gunny was a distant third. Yeah. Amanda Gifford, It's big a boss dog lady. fight, literally. Yeah, well done. I see what you did oh, there. Oh, here we go. Wolf, oh, yeah, I see Costello. what you did there. We got, we got the big boss lady, Amanda Gifford, going, mm. not Abby, that's my daughter's name. Great uh, pictures, you're right. keeping the dog. Okay. Justin Craig, the big yeah. boss man weighing in now. We need uh-huh. more pictures. What, what are you guys doing to me? Hey, you're we didn't killing do, me. We didn't do anything that was not supposed to happen. <laughs> that's, how, that's my answer. We're not doing anything to you right. that was not there supposed to happen the minute that Kitty found that dog. I'm sleeping outside in a tent tonight, guaranteed. You better bring. Better, you might have to Hunt bring one of your dogs. called in. You better bring Buccanola, one of the other dogs, to keep you company. How comfy is your couch? Yeah, what happened? yeah. Why can't you use your couch? Yeah, good, good point, Chris. Oh, no, why no, are you going I'm, outside? I'm getting jettisoned from the house. Oh, so it's a blast oh, furnace in Texas, oh, and I, I, she won't even now let me have the beauty of air conditioning oh, because of you. Man, things. you're there literally you. getting treated like a dog. Don't rope me into this. Yeah, boy, Chris. Oh, <laughs> Chris, like Chris, I just became McGill a new dad. You're good. You're you're all right. All right Rest of you, guilty as hell. <laughs> Chris, like, don't wrap me into this. I'm I'm a, I'm a new dad. I got enough going on, but my He's baby keeps keeping me up at I night. I wasn't even on the. I wasn't even the text. <laughs> don't wrap. Don't, don't, don't put me in this. Come on. So keep weighing in on Twitter at Ian Fitz ESPN and at Coleman ESPN. What should the new dog in the Fitzsimmons house will be named? Your options are Gunny, Abby, and Ducky. Right now, Ducky's leading Gunny. But it's by the hair of a dog, literally, involving the poll. Keep weighing it on Twitter. Craig just said, just name it Ian. Go all in because your butt's out of there anyway. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. At least you'll have that. You can take your name with you. All you got is your name. At least you can take that with you. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie, coming together this morning. Thanks for joining us at ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. And, boy, the Buffalo Bills, they seem to be pretty mad, Ian Fitzsimmons. And here's why. And I'm going by how... You can hear certain things said at press conferences, whether it's the coach, players, et cetera. They are not through with a lot of people looking at them saying, ah, your days are challenging in the AFC. 
that's gone by the wayside. It's Kansas City and Cincinnati, and we'll think about you. I'm going to warn people about this right now, and I'm saying this as a Jets fan and also the Dallas Cowboys fan. Sleep on that team in Buffalo at your own peril. Miami getting love, Jets getting love, Cincinnati getting love, Kansas City getting love, and deservedly so because when you win a Super Bowl, you get all love you want. But that Buffalo Bills team, it wasn't that long ago, last year to bring memory to somebody's memory, that people are talking about them being that team to take down Kansas City. And now they've literally become an afterthought at times in the conversation of teams that can actually challenge, even though they're going to challenge. But nobody's talking enough about the Buffalo Bills like they should, in my opinion. And if I'm Buffalo, I love it. You know, continue to talk up Justin Herbert and the Chargers, you know, or all the weapons in Miami. Not nonstop about, you know, the men in green with Aaron Rodgers in New York. Joe Burrow's calf gets more attention right now mm-hmm. than the entire Buffalo Bills roster. And, and if I'm Josh Allen, if I'm Sean McDermott, anybody else involved, I, I ignore us. Sleep on us and watch what happens. I'm with you. That's a hell of a football team. The added running back depth and bringing over Damian Harris. He yeah. got nicked up last year in New England. Uh, he found a new home. And I think he's going to shine yeah. in, in Buffalo. This is a really stout football team and sleep on them on your own peril and they load it like and, and maybe part of the reason freddie is because they are in the afc that's you know, fair and, and a yeah. lot of people and we know half the teams that make the playoffs the previous year don't make it the next year so i think a lot of us are trying to find what's that team that you can't really see being out right now right. like look at the afc west last year yep coming into 2022 we thought that we had maybe all four get in mm-hmm. at least three get in the division stunk so what we think we know, a lot of times doesn't actually pan out because there is so much turnover. And maybe that's part of it, Freddie, that we're trying to find that the teams that didn't make the playoffs yeah. last year or got bounced early right. that might be able to make a run. And then if, when doing that, you have to take teams out. And a lot of people are pointing to Buffalo. Yeah, because we always talk about that new flavor. People yep. always want that new team. Jacksonville, they've gotten a lot of love for what they did in Trevor Lawrence and uh, now more than a year removed from that Urban Meyer fiasco that turned out to be the worst thing that's happened in that franchise. And they bounce back the next year. And many people look at that winnable division where no one should beat Jacksonville when it comes to the AFC South. We mentioned Kansas City. Sean Payton now in Denver with Russell Wilson. If he can flip him around, we know they can play some defense in Denver. You're keen on Cleveland. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely – that whole – to me, the AFC North, I think, will wind up being the best division. It's not going to get the hype that the AFC West got last year. But it would not surprise me all four of those teams in that division win at least nine games in the AFC North. I think that's going to be the best division of football. That's going to be bloodbath football in that division. But I think three teams in the AFC East can make the playoffs. And Buffalo's going to win the division, in my opinion. You can flip a coin between the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. But I just find it very, very interesting. A team that has won that division, has made this division their own the last three years, is being treated as an afterthought when Buffalo can still be a 12 or 13 win team, even in that division in the AFC East. Stay in that division. How big of, a, of an acquisition, if it is a big acquisition, okay. is Zeke Elliott to New England? I just wonder how much he has left. I'm right there with you. Seriously. I mean, the most important thing for that team is if what can Bill O'Brien do to make sure he's the buffer between Mac Jones and, Bill o- and, and also Bill Belichick because they weren't exactly buddy buddy towards the end of the year, at, at, at points during the year in New England. What can Bill O'Brien do to unlock Mac Jones? And then it can go beyond Ezekiel Elliott, how much he has left, he has anything left. But to me, that's the biggest question. You sign into a one-year deal with incentives that could give the $6 million. For a guy that has scored 68 touchdowns in the National Football League and was a dominant guy, that's what Ezekiel Elliott has been reduced to. 
and that means that New England got him on the cheap. Complimentary back to Ramondre Stevenson, who, by the way, he can play. He He cannot lead your team in receptions again this year. That cannot happen. Yeah, well, they got those guys they believe on the outside. They got Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster. They brought in Mike Kosicki from the Miami Dolphins. What can Bill O'Brien do to make sure that's going to be the quarterback that you believe in when it comes to Mac Jones? And that can go far beyond whatever Ezekiel Elliott has left that can help that Patriots offense. Ian Fitzsimmons, hit him on Twitter at Ian Fitz ESPN. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, as well as TuneIn and ESPNU. By the way, help people affected by the Hawaii wildfires. Donate at redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond and help people recover. Your donation enables the Red Cross to prepare for, respond to, and help people recover from this disaster and will provide people and communities affected with food, water, emergency shelter, and relief supplies. Go to redcross.org slash ESPN and donate today. We switch gears to college football. By the way, in case you didn't notice, we're 10 days away from the beginning of college football season. So why are people saying that about Nick Saban as the Alabama head coach? You'll hear what people are saying next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. The Alabama football dynasty finally over when it comes to Nick Saban. Hmm. Ian Fitzsimmons, that's him. Freddie Cohen, that's me. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and also ESPNU. We're 10 days away from the beginning of college football season. Georgia, the preseason number one. They got, they got every vote except three of them in the AP poll in the preseason number one. Alabama, the, four, the uh, number five, I think, right, Ian? I think they're the fifth best team, including the preseason poll, which is the lowest for Nick Saban team in a long, long time. I don't want to say the Alabama football dynasty is over, but I find it very interesting that people are saying that Kirby Smart is now the dude in college football and it's no longer Nick Saban, the Alabama head coach. Yeah, it's 1A, 1B. He's not only the reigning champs, they're back-to-back going for the first three-peat since Minnesota did it in the mid-30s. The Golden Gophers are the last team in college football to go back-to-back-to-back when it comes to winning the Natty. And that's what Georgia's trying to do right now. And they're loaded again. I mean, you know, with Van Pran at center, who a lot of people thought he was going to go to the, to the NFL last year, he comes back for a fourth year. He started every game over the last two years and going back-to-back. Uh, you've got a loaded secondary. Uh, everyone's questioning, well, how do you replace Stetson Bennett, uh, who was the quarterback of the last two national championship teams? Well, they got a five-star guy in there named Carson Beck. Mm-hmm. Remember that name because this is a young man that could have hit the portal could have transferred and started for almost any team in college football. He is that gifted, that talented. And you talk to anybody at Georgia right now, he's the next great one. So they have a quarterback to replace Stetson Bennett, who stuck, stayed, and competed, like kind of like Mac Jones did at Alabama. Highly touted, highly recruited, 
had to sit, wait his time, and oh my gosh, he ended up being a first-round draft pick. Well, Carson <laughs> Beck's got talent, and Kirby Smart is coaching them all up. And he went during the offseason, by the way, Freddie, okay. and went and met with the All Blacks, the New Zealand rugby team. Oh, yeah. Who are, year in, year out, the best rugby team on the planet. And he, he, he invested in them to find out, how do you do it? Sustained success every year because to get to the mountaintop is one thing. To stay there, like Nick Saban has for all these years, is even harder. And right now, Georgia is in the midst of doing that. So I'm look, Kirby right now to me is one A, but don't sleep on Saban because it ain't like it's not like that Bama doesn't have talent. Right. They've got a truckload of talent. They're loaded again. And I guarantee you, kind of like we were talking with the Buffalo Bills, Saban loves the fact that not a lot of people are talking about his team. Not a lot of people are feeding them that, as he calls it, rat poison, telling them how great they are. <laughs> it's the complete opposite, and I promise you he'll use that as motivation coming in to week one. Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Ohio State number three, Alabama number four, LSU number five. Those are the top five teams according to the preseason poll in the AP top 25. The one thing that Nick Saban has done, and I said this not too long ago when they had the SEC media days and – Lane Kiffin was losing his mind. And believe me, I've defended Lane Kiffin more than I should. But I couldn't defend him. He talked about realignment and coaches and trying to keep players. And, and I said, didn't you just sign a $9 million contract to go to Ole Miss? Don't be throwing money in our faces about players and you got to try to keep guys from going someplace else and getting more money. But going to that money conversation with Nick Saban, he has completely changed college football forever, not just in that league. Because he has made it more of a star power situation when it comes to coaches in college football. You can have transfer portal, you can have NIL. But when coaches started to get to that college basketball level that we saw from Coach K at Duke and Roy Williams in North Carolina and Jim Beheim at Syracuse, Nick Saban made it even more profitable yep. for college football coaches due to even going to schools that aren't football powers and getting $3 million to coach college football because that's what you have to do to keep up in the arms race. And Georgia figured it out. They said, well, if we can't beat Saban – we better get somebody that knows him. And they got Kirby Smart to come back home to a place where he graduated from. And now Kirby Smart has been better at Saban being Saban the last couple of years. So the Alabama dynasty may not be over. It may not be ready to be put into the ground. But at the same time, more and more people are gunning for that number one spot because that's what Nick Saban has been able to do, changing the course of college football when it comes to coaches, when it comes to money, wherewithal, everything else forever in college football. You know what's crazy, Freddie, is it's a down year. Now, for teams like Clemson and Alabama, when you win 10, 11 games. Mm -hmm. Bama's only two losses were on the last play of the game, of the game. on the road yep. against teams that were ranked in the top 10 at the time. Yep. <laughs> Let's and it's a down year, right? Because they lost two games on the road against two of the best teams in college football. Amazing. That's a down year now. Clemson goes and wins 10, 11 games. That's a down year now. That's where we're talking about sustaining that mountaintop and getting there. The standard is not just making the college football playoff for, for schools like this, for right. coaches like this. It's winning it all or nothing. You know, and, and they embrace that. Now, at, at behind the scenes, it might be, come on, good gosh, we won 11 games last year yeah, and people but, are calling for our heads. But they know better. Absolutely. And I, I can promise you, Alabama will be right there in the thick of it come late November, early December for another spot in the college football playoff. That's a down year in Tuscaloosa. And, for, and to your point about what coaches are making, Freddie, think about this. 
Nick Saban, I believe, is underpaid around $10 million a year. You said that for the longest time. Explain why here. Freddie Coleman, Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio and also ESPNU. He's transformed a town in Tuscaloosa to a city. I mean, it's a completely different landscape. There, there's Rolex shops and fine dining. and I mean, it's, it's a completely different place from when I went to school there when I was covering Nick Saban in his first two years, when he when he went back when he went to Alabama, coming back to college football, mm-hmm. to now, it's a completely different city, and that's because of one thing: football. New English buildings. You want one? Who pays for it? The football team does when they're doing well. Academic standards skyrocket. When I went to Bama, if I spelled my name correctly, which maybe I didn't, <laughs> I still got in. <laughs> now it's like a three-four out of state to go to Bama. Uh-huh. Why? Football, starting with one man named Nick Saban. They're worth every single penny when you get a great one. Is he still the best coach in college football right now? Kirby Smart's 1A. He's 1B. Okay. Even better than Dabo? You put yeah. Dabo in that conversation too? Uh, Dabo's right there, absolutely. But when you're back-to-back champs and you're loaded again, right now yeah. you're the best coach in college football. Yeah. It's hard to argue that. And not for nothing, you look at Georgia's schedule, they're not going to play a tough game until November. They have UT Martin at home. I'm thinking they're going to win that 80 to nothing. Then Ball State, they're probably going to win that 80 to nothing. South Carolina's improved under Shane Beamer, but they're not at Georgia's level yet. That's going to be a tougher game, but they're not going to lose that one to Georgia. They're not going to lose that one to South Carolina. UAB, then at Auburn, home versus Kentucky, at Vanderbilt, home versus Florida. They're still about a year and a half away. Home versus Missouri, and then they get Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Georgia Tech back-to-back. Not a lot of tough games early on for a team that's a preseason number one. And this is the perfect schedule to break in a new quarterback when it comes to Beck, the quarterback of Georgia. And then also, Freddie, future wager, over 10 and a half wins. All right. Give me the over on the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, uh, To use your term, Betsy Hansbleed, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm betting the over. over. And and going back to the, the best coach, Nick Saban to me is the best coach in the history of the game. Better than Bud Wilkinson and that remarkable win streak he had at Oklahoma. 47 in a row, yeah. Better than any of them. Okay. Because he's been able to sustain success in this day and age with a transfer portal, with 85 scholarships. It's never been done what what we've seen him do. All the natties and conference titles and Heisman Trophy winners, first-round draft picks. He's the best to ever coach it. In the moment right now, Right. It's Kirby because he's got the chip in back-to-back years. Yeah, right now he is wearing that championship belt like he is Roman Reigns in the WWE <laughs> when it comes to Kirby Smart. Great stuff from Ian Fitzsimmons. Hit him on Twitter at Ian Fitz ESPN. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter Coleman ESPN. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. We're going to do a little fill-in-the-blank, especially when it comes to the best rookie quarterback in the NFL is going to be. That and others if you keep it here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. And we bring the new nemesis of Ian Fitzsimmons. You know him better as Pat Costello, the producer. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman together this morning, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Since so XM Channel 80 and ESPNU, it's time to do a little fill in the blank. And it could be anything. Could be football related. Could be basketball related. Could be puppy-related, but we're going to find out. It's Pat Costello to bring us fill-in-the-blank right now on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Today, Ian's going to be sleeping fit. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this time tomorrow. <laughs> hey, yo! Will he be homeless? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Ian, we'll start with you. The best rookie quarterback in the NFL is going to be fill-in-the-blank. I think it's Bryce Young, uh, and not just because I'm such a huge fan, having covered him a ton when he was at Alabama. Uh, he, he just he's has this innate ability to sense when a big hit's coming, and I know he got rocked in the – once in that first preseason game. The only other time I've seen him take a hard hit in, in college, Freddie, was against Tennessee, and he, he bounced right back up. Right. I'm not worried about his size. I think their offensive line's pretty good uh, with Ike Aquanu and Bradley Bozeman anchoring left tackle and, and at center. But the defense is stout. They've got leaders at every single level. So because okay. of the guys around him and the division he plays in, yeah. I think Bryce Young in week 16, week 17, you know, coming into the final week 18, that he'll be right there in the mix with Carolina for a division title. I'm going to say it's Anthony Richardson, the Indianapolis Colts. And I love what you said about Bryce Young, and I hear you because you got the right kind of coach. That defense in Carolina is going to be really, really good. But I think Anthony Richardson brings that kind of something that they need, and he's going to need it early because if Jonathan Taylor is not going to be their running back, they're really going to rely on him. And I think the more and more he's going to be out there, the more comfortable he's going to be. He has that wow factor to him that they're really going to need early on. So I think when it's all said and done in terms of stats – I think the best rookie quarterback is going to be Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts. The Pac-12 collapsing is fill-in-the-blank. Ian? Disturbing, sad, nauseating. Keep going. Inevitable. Yeah. Larry Scott started this years ago. Klyovkov couldn't save it. And that's in, that's in part on Klyovkov for not being able to save it. See, Bob Bowles being what he was able to do, not once but twice, pull off a miracle and save the Big 12 Handed off to Brett Yormark and how he's taken it to a whole nother level. Scott started the downside of the Pac-12. Klyovkov couldn't save it. Just the complete antithesis of what happened in the Big 12. So sad, disturbing, stunning, nauseating, inevitable, Freddie. I'll add to it real quickly. The Pac-12 collapsing is 21st century business. You got to make sure that you are viable enough and not just rely on the old time to say, well, people want to stay with us because of what we've done and what we represent in the past. It is no longer the conference of champions, as Bill Walton likes to say. It is now no longer going to be a conference with anybody there. It is the 21st century. Either you keep up or you get run over. Guess what has happened to the Pac-12? How James the hell over. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ian might get run over. 
How James Harden is handling things with the Sixers shows fill in the blank, Ian. That he can't accept that he's not 24 anymore. He's 34, and he's not going to get a max contract. And I guess he has uh, maybe a little bit of amnesia because he doesn't remember the last time we saw him out there in an elimination game. He stunk out the joint. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's James Harden. All right. I'll fill in the blank this way. I don't give a yeah, That's James Harden. <laughs> he doesn't give a you-know-what. And you know why? Because James Harden believes that he should be accorded the same kind of respect that other superstars have that have won championships in the NBA. So, of course, he believes that he should get his way, that the Sixers should give him what he wants. That is to be traded to Los Angeles where he can be the hometown hero of the Los Angeles Clippers and try to make sure the Clippers don't clip. So the way he's handling things, no one should be surprised. I don't give a that's James Harden doing this once again, this time to Philadelphia, like he did to Houston and what he did to the Brooklyn Nets. That's basically what I said when I started putting those pictures of uh, Ian up on TV. <laughs> wow. Man. It wasn't me. It's Jeez. my wife. Well, you were up there, too. Pat Costello. Look, I don't just <laughs> miss the King's. The ratings killer putting yeah. more of me on television, buddy. Pat Costello deleted a pretty hate machine going on this morning. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are a top blank team in the NFL, Ian. Who NFL or NFC? NFL, uh, I'd go somewhere top 12, 13, somewhere in there, in, in that neighborhood. By the way, Freddie, they need to find a kicker. They've got a yeah. rookie out of Notre Dame and Brandon Aubrey, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm joking when I say this. And, and look, at, at times he, he's looked good, but that's all they've got right now. You're going to put all your eggs in that basket? Right. They need a kicker, man. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not joking when I say that. So uh-huh. Robbie Gould's on the street. Mason Crosby's on the street. Unless you, you believe in the rook out of, from Plano High <laughs> out of Notre Dame, good luck to you. But I, I, I'd put them in, in the upper third. Okay. But the AFC is so stinking deep. I mean, you yeah. got – and it's in the NFC. You got Philadelphia. You got San Fran, who I believe are better right now than the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. To me, and I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I'm going to make a lot of Cowboys fans unhappy by saying this, the Dallas Cowboys are a top overrated team in the NFL. (laughs) Stop telling me exactly what they're going to do here, what they're going to do there. This organization has not won a world championship since 1996. They have an owner that has his own press conferences after games in his own radio show. Enough with the flash and dash. Show me something. Don't just win one playoff game, oh, we're ready, and then you don't win another playoff game, and then you got things to do. Teams that talk about it never are about it. I'm tired of the Cowboys talking about it. Be about it. I know what Kansas City's about. I know what Philadelphia's about. I know what the San Francisco 49ers about. I know what the Cowboys are about. Being an overrated team. They talk that talk, but when you really need them to deliver, what do they do? Choke it away. Choke it out. They are a top overrated team in the NFL, and until they win a championship, that's what it's going to be for a team that's been a proud tradition not winning a world championship since 1996. Always knew I liked you for a reason, Freddie. The 2023 <laughs> NFL MVP. The 2023 NFL MVP, Ian, will be? I wouldn't bet on it because it's short odds, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes okay. goes back-to-back and taking home the hardware as the best player in the National Football League, Freddie. Okay. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson to Baltimore Ravens, not just because of the money he got five years, $260 million, but this will be the most complete group of wide receivers and tight ends that he's ever had in the National Football League. If Odo Beckham Jr. could look anywhere near what we saw in that Super Bowl before he tore his ACL for the Los Angeles Rams, Zay Flowers, I love that draft pick out of Boston College. Huge. In slot receiver heaven in the National Football League, he's going to be the perfect slot receiver. You still got Mark Andrews, an underrated tight end that makes play after play, and also keep an eye on Rashad Bateman. 
before he got injured last year, he was tremendous for the Baltimore Ravens. You add that to Lamar Jackson and Todd Munkin being the offensive coordinator, I think they win that division. I think that's going to be the best division of football. I think he'll be the MVP for 2023 in the NFL. All right, last one. Ian's new puppy will be named <laughs> fill in the blank. Go ahead. This is your, this is, this I like is your new gunning. baby. And for people just tuning in, my wife found a 10-day-old puppy uh-huh. by a lake, uh, uh, down a ravine, under a log, and a partridge in a pear tree. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> – I mean, so the puppy's here now, and yeah. 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 There you, we go. You got so Gunny? I'm going with Gunny. Okay. I like Gunny. Yeah. I, I think your daughters and your wife are going to win this one out. It's going to be Ducky. It just fits. It It's a she as well, so – Ducky yep. fits the dog's name of being a she-dog instead of Gunny. Although Gunny would be perfect for a she-dog name. You not mess yeah. with that dog. No. Not mess with that dog. If it's a dog. It, we think it's a dog. Well, put it this way. O- only your vet knows for sure. And it may no, be too early vet, to tell. Yeah, the vet said it, 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 it's uh, Border Collie-esque. Okay. So, yeah, but when she brought it home, I mean, it fit in the palm of my hand. I'm it going, really did. are we sure we have the right species? Yeah. Well, we'll and, find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully not in a... In a awful way. Hey, just a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Uh, qu- we don't want that to be Coyote Ugly Part Two. We don't want that. Quick poll update. Yeah. Gunny forty three percent. Ducky thirty five. Wow. Abby twenty two. Gunny, Gunny taking the lead. Pulling away. Like Secretary of the Belmont. Well done by Gunny. I did that for you as a horse guy. I knew you were moving like a tremendous machine. (laughs) And down the stretch, Gunny comes, leading Ducky by a nose. We'll see if that happens. Keep waiting. Gunny to sleep through the night. Well, at that point, we'll see. We'll see how much Gunny is going to be gully when it comes to that. (laughs) When you're going to be homeless. (laughs) He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Cohen together doing a little Freddie Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. Boy, there's a rivalry out there that has Ian fired up. Plus, sometimes a movie can never tell the whole story. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. I never thought in a million years that Ian Fitzsimmons would find love with the WNBA. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X in Channel 80, Terry Smart Speaker to play ESPN Radio and ESPNU. The New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces, Ian Fitzsimmons, they have gotten your attention. Not just what happened last night, the WNBA Commissioner's Cup. The Liberty beat the Aces for the second straight time. They win it 82 to 63. But it's gotten your attention because there's a little bit something, something there, huh? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love me some sports hate. There's nothing wrong with hatred in your sports. 
And these two teams are starting to not just dislike one another, but hate one another. And they play again on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the last time I'm marking a calendar and putting a reminder, hey, you need to be set, ready, feet propped up right. for this particular game in the WNBA. And that's what this league now has with the Liberty and Aces. Plum and Company out in Vegas, man, versus Brianna Stewart and company and INSQ mm-hmm. in, in New York. It is awesome. And they, again, they don't like each other. They hate each other. Sign me up. This reminds me of UConn and Tennessee and women's hoops. Okay. With Pat Summit and Gino. They did not, they forget not liking each other. They despised one another. The coaches, the programs, they had respect. But man, they wanted to beat the ever loving snot out of each other. And anytime they played, prop your boots up and get ready. It was going to be entertaining. Yeah. This is what you have now with the Aces and Liberty, and I'm all in. I like it. Especially last night, they win the Commissioner's Cup, and I stayed up and watched that game on Prime Video. And the the Aces, they knew the Liberty were going to run out the clock. The game was no longer in doubt. It was 79-63. And I couldn't see who jacked up a three at the end of the game, but it went in. And the Aces, Becky Hammond, the now Hall of Fame head coach, they weren't exactly thrilled by that. And I said, oh, and they played two nights after this? Come on, but That's the last thing that people saw on both sides? Yeah, when things get a little chippy and the barking back and forth, yeah, we're all going to be in on that one. If you're a WNBA fan or just a casual fan that wants to see two franchises competing for a championship and not liking each other on the way to try to win that championship. And on that three, if you don't like it, be in a position not to have it happen to you. I don't have any problem at all jacking up a meaningless three okay. or a football team who's up 59 to, to seven on, on a squad in college. You know, your third string quarterback's out there and he throws a touchdown pass. Okay. You don't like it? Stop it. Well, don't be in a position to get chicken kicked like that. Well, I have no problem th- with it. That's fair, but Jocelyn Willoughby was the one. Thank you to Chris McGlynn for letting us know who did that. They weren't even guarding her and she just jacked it up and shot a three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you're guarding somebody, you brought it on yourself. You're still playing. They have pretty much they already in the handshake line. Both of these teams when she jacked up that three point five seconds to play. Don't be down by you know what was it seventy nine to sixty whatever seventy nine sixty three. Yeah, thirty nine sixty. You're down sixteen. Don't be in that position if you don't like that. That's I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I'm just but but they they're angry about it. The Aces are hacked off about it. Therefore, more reason to watch on Thursday. And but and do you get a chance for people to stream that? That want to stream that? All of a sudden, your numbers go up if you're Amazon Prime when it comes to that. And, And think about this, especially like we mentioned, we're ten days away from college football getting started. 22 days away from the NFL getting started. Any kind of storyline that we get, something like that, or what Leo Messi, what he's doing in Miami, and just seeing the ticket sales, where they are, where he's going to be. Pat Costello, Alan Yates, they mentioned they're both Philadelphia guys, and they talked about how tickets for the Philadelphia Union game usually are $20 to $25. They're anywhere between $800 to $950 for Leo Messi when Inter-Miami plays the Philadelphia Union. Isn't it amazing how one marquee athlete can not only change one franchise, but help an entire sport? You think about that. Go back to when Magic and and Larry Bird got into the NBA. The NBA was struggling. Yes, they were. You had these two marquee talents in big markets, not only saved the NBA, but built the NBA. I mean, to what it is now. You have Messi in in the MLS. He was just in Dallas not long ago. My oldest daughter, Rowan's a goalkeeper, plays travel ball, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go to Barcelona and AC Milan at AT&T. 
Well, we, we got her tickets. She went there. Two days later, she comes up to me going, Dad, Messi's playing FC Dallas. Can we go? I went, yeah, sure. Really? Break out your babysitting money. <laughs> Dude. Wow. Yeah, it was, she went from like a high to a low. You just went to Barcelona and AC Milan. We're, we're not forking over. Uh, you know, no. We're not double dipping here. Mm-mm. You know what tickets were, Freddie? How much? $498. So 500 wow. bucks just to get in, just to walk into the building. That's what one marquee star can not only just do for your team That's and what amazing. he's doing for Miami, but an entire league. 500 bucks, Worst seat in the house to go watch Messi play FC Dallas. 800 in Philadelphia right now. I can't imagine what it is going to be in New York. No, well, God, it's going to be north of 12. It's going to have a comma. Yeah, yeah, it's going to have a comma. No doubt about it. There's going to be some extra zeros as far as that goes. And I never thought in a million years that the MLS would land a guy like that. And I don't care he if he's at the quote-unquote end of his career. We see how effective he's been, not just with him scoring, but the rest of the teammates raising themselves up to his level. And everywhere he goes, I mean, when he first signed up, he was in Publix. And they lost their rabbit behind mine when he was in Publix. Guys just tried to get fried chicken at Publix. Yeah, he oh, knows dude, what he's doing. Great fried chicken at Publix. Great, great Tres Leches cake at Publix, by the way. Can I ask you guys a question real quick about Messi? Yes. Is he the greatest athlete that's ever played in North America? Messi? Oh, hold yes. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come no. on. You mean coming I, from a different country to play in North America? In, that's ever played in North America. Nah, is he the greatest guys, of all nah, time? Hell that, no. That's, that's a Le- grotesque overreaction. That, that's that LeBron, I, I, James, is it? That, that LeBron I mean, James guy out there. Dude, LeBron James was one of the best wide receivers in, in Ohio yeah. when he was in high school. Yeah. You've seen guys like Antonio Gates play college basketball mm-hmm. and then become a Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah. Two different sports, yeah. man. I mean – Come on. To say he's the best athlete, nah. let me go see him try and make a layup, and I'll tell you what kind of athlete he is. <laughs> well, you never know. He's the most popular. There's so many people the, who play different sports. I know. And if you see them try to take a yes, layup, yeah. that looks so the, crazy. Messi yeah. might tear an ACL yeah. if he just went in a layup the, line. The, the, like, the, no, the, I, I don't the, expect yeah. like Khabib and them to like be like good form shooters right. and stuff, but I saw <laughs> the, them the, not dribbling. Yeah, right. the, 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 the best part is best when athlete? Yeah, the, the best part when they have like NBA All-Star Weekend and seeing celebrities try to play basketball is just entertaining for me. Yeah, Comical. Messi may be uh, – is he the most popular right now? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Mahomes guy is pretty popular. Messi's got almost half a billion followers yeah. on Instagram. You're, you're talking about worldwide. That's, yeah, worldwide. I mean, I'm just talking yeah. about yeah. impact. And as a professional athlete, I don't think there's ever been a bigger athlete to play in the in uh, North America. Yeah, that's history. a different one. That's no, not no, best. No, I wasn't athlete. talking about yeah. like okay. pure no, athleticism. No, I, 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 no one Pele had. Believe me, this is nothing compared to when Pele played. Brady, I just States. I just find it crazy that like we're going to see Messi play like in Chester. You know, I know like in, in Chester, Chester, PA, exactly. That's the most amazing part about what he's been able to do. Chester Riverfront is Messi just in that joint. It's crazy. At 800, 900 of her. Yeah, I ain't going to beat it. I, I watch from the outside. I can hear it. 800 for an MLS game. Yeah, in Chester, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Not Philly. <laughs> not, not, not even Harrisburg. Chester, PA. <laughs> what are we doing? It ain't a cute place to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll leave that up to you. What the hell, man? Youth will be served in the NFL sooner than later. That's next in ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 